0: from Treasure Valley Reformed Presbyterian Church. To catch earlier broadcasts, just search The Gospel for Life wherever you subscribe. To find out more about this ministry and about our annual conference, go to reformationboise.com.
1: Welcome back to The Gospel for Life. We are so excited that all of you are corresponding via our new email address, thegospelforlifeidaho at gmail.com. This is where you can provide the questions that you want us to answer, topics that you want us to address. This might be where you have kind heard critiques. something. Kind critiques. Corrections and retractions. Yes, yes. <laughs> and we'll either just correspond with you. We'll email you back and engage that way. Or we might just take the matter up on the air and say, you know what, if they had that question, there might be others that also have that concern or, or want some further development on a particular um, thing that we have addressed in the past. And your name will remain anonymous. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We will not. I mean, we throw each other under the bus, but well, we yeah. never, we never throw our listeners, all three of you, under the bus. <laughs> we cannot afford that um, because our tens and tens are probably twos or twos. Um, but we have been dealing with forgiveness, and just for the record, we don't need more work on granting forgiveness. So when you correspond, that's why we're asking you to be kind because we have enough feedback in our lives where we've had to work on forgiveness and forgiving others and being forgiven. Um, So we don't need more in the whole email process. So just keep that in mind. Today we're going to finish up this little mini-series on forgiveness by talking about really the path that forgiveness puts us on and there's really two components. We remove and we remember not. The first part, remove, is really just trying to – the call upon our life is to forgive as we've been forgiven. and. It's interesting to me that the imagery of the Bible is so diverse on this whole idea of remove, and I think it's partly because we struggle so much with this. We have trouble grasping the concept that God has removed our sin from us. The Day of Atonement, that the priest would would confess the sins over the second goat, and then that that goat would be released into the wilderness. Um, it's the idea of the, of expiation, the, the removal of sins. Then in, in Psalms, it will talk about that our sins are, are removed as far as the east is from the west. And this is an incredible concept because east and west never meet. Mm-hmm. We've created a, a line where east becomes west, but we've artificially created that. But the idea is that truly east and west never meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is saying, that's how far I've removed your sins. He says, I've thrown them into the sea. I've put them behind my back. And the whole point is that God over and over and over again is saying, that's what I've done with your sin. And then if we're to forgive like God forgave us, we have to remove them. Mm -hmm. We have to to no longer hold the offense against the person who sinned against us.
2: That's the the idea that uh, aphemi, that first Greek word we covered on the first episode is to let go, dismiss, or to drop. So if you can think of this idea of The debt being a a boulder that you're carrying. And then once you extend forgiveness, you're you're laying that boulder in the earth. And then this is the idea of you're not going to pick that thing back up again. Mm. You've you've dropped it. You've released it. You're no longer carrying that burden anymore. Mm -hmm.
1: And then the second part, and this is where we want to spend the lion's share of our our time today, is remember not. What is meant by that? What is not meant by that?
3: You're not going to bring it up again. You know, you're not going to bring it up to the person that you've forgiven. You're not going to bring it up to other people. You know, sometimes you might be tempted to want to share what's happened after you've forgiven someone, feel like you need to get something off your chest to someone you can confide in. But really, when we're forgiving and we're setting it aside, we are saying, no i'm not going to bring it up to other people
0: it's it's not recalling it back in right. in in one sense you never get to the point where you've actually forgotten mm-hmm. those things just as as god doesn't forget the sins that have been committed against him but in those that are forgiven it's not recalled against them anymore it's not it's not brought back to the surface again to be laid a, a charge against them so mm-hmm. this is you know not recalling that you're not doing you don't want to do that to that person uh you're not doing it in your own self you're not you're not dwelling on it you're not <coughs> ruminating over it you know? i think that's
3: probably the hardest thing is the not bringing it up to ourselves because it's hard to forget things you know when you say don't think of an elephant oh it pops in your head the elephant you know so i mean it's that part, though, not dwelling it and, and giving that burden over to God.
2: Yeah, I think phrases in your vocabulary like, remember that time when you fill in right. the blank mm-hmm. of the offense? Th- that's not in your vocabulary when you're doing this well. Or if you're in the midst of a conflict and, and you always do this, you're not using hyperbole because those are all recalling past offenses and com- kind of compiling that and leveling it against another person.
3: And I think an example that we have of God doing this is uh, when Peter is restored. Yeah. You know, when Jesus, before he goes to the cross, he tells Peter, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. And Peter defiantly says, no, I'm not. And then he does. And we're told that he does, he, he goes and he weeps bitterly. And then in the gospel of John, we have what's commonly viewed as Jesus's restoration of Peter, where they're, they're on the beach. And he asks Peter three times, Peter, do you love me? And three times Peter has to say, Lord, you know I love you. And he responds by, tend my sheep or feed my lambs. In restori- restoring Peter, Jesus doesn't say to him, so Peter, remember when I, you denied me, right? So yeah. do you Jesus love me? Is, no, he doesn't mention it all. He yeah. doesn't bring it up. Jesus Just restores f- Peter.
2: Jesus with the full, like, perfect I told you so moment right. refuses to say I told you so. Yep.
1: To no longer bring it up to ourselves really involves this whole idea that we don't keep playing the video over and over in our head. Yeah, yeah. My wife and I were on a walk the other day, and we were were talking just about coaching track and field, and I promise this actually does relate. (laughs) And she was saying to me, I'm just always amazed at how you can give immediate feedback to the kids when they're doing whatever they're doing. How do you do that? She says, "I, I just can't, I don't see it. And I said, well, what I try to do is mentally just slow it down in my head, create a video that I can then play back in slower motion. And then I re-see what happened, whether they're jumping or running or whatever it might be, that I'm creating the video. And I said, and that allows me to give the feedback. I said, but in here, you've got to not create the video. Mm Mm-hmm. you can't keep replaying it in your mind and saying, okay, let me let me relive that moment. And let me go back and relive it again. Let me go back and re- no, no no, no, no. Yeah. Y- you don't keep you know in, going over it in your head. In animal husbandry,
0: there are ruminant animals that they, they've chewed their food and then they bring it back up and rechew it. And this is something when I say you don't ruminate on it, you don't just chew this whole thing
1: over and over and over again. Don't, don't relive the moment. Don't, mm-hmm, re, don't mm-hmm. create the emotion that was there again. I'm, you, I mean, Philippians 4 would say that what we do is we think about those things that are lovely and pure and, and mm-hmm. praiseworthy, and we, we fill our minds with something else.
3: We ruminate on those things. They,
1: we ruminate on those things. Mm-hmm. The other idea, are, and Ken Sandy would talk about that, I will not dwell on this incident, that that's the good thought. Mm-hmm. The second one is that we will no longer bring it up to the person what is what's involved here
2: yeah there's a little bit of scorekeeping or again that that phrase remember that thing that you did to me and just continuing to use it either weaponizing the offense against that individual to force them to feel guilty or walk through their repentance all over again it's really that lack of forgiveness uh, is evidenced in that when when we continue to bring this incident up again and want to use it to hurt that individual essentially. Recrafting their identity as an offender over and over and over again to them,
1: and what this might mean is that you're not going to keep bringing it up, but it it may change your relationship. Yeah. So the relationship might be altered because of what happened. If you think about, you know, maybe you were dating somebody and and something happened to to break the relationship. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to recreate that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the relationship may have altered but it does mean that you don't use this as a weapon to hurt them as a tool to keep beating them with so it it can mean that things changed Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't mean that it changed in a way that's uh, an attack or a negative towards the other person involved
0: yeah you're you're wishing them well you're you're praying for them. You're seeking reconciliation with them. You're 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 willing to come to their relief. You know those kind of things all take place in in this matter of not bringing it, bringing the offense up. It you
1: redirect those things toward uh, positive goals. And just to reiterate, what that means is that. And this goes back to what we were saying the other day. In the process of forgiveness, you've granted forgiveness. You're not going to use this as, as a way, as a tool against them. However, reconciliation, trust, relationship might take time to restore. Mm-hmm. If I have a bookkeeper at church who we find is, is actually cooking the books, mm-hmm. we can forgive them, but we're not going to put them back as their bookkeeper. Probably not mm-hmm. saying a signer on the account. Yes. Yep. So, I mean, that doesn't mean that we don't trust them. It doesn't mean that we're going to use this as a tool to beat them with, but it does mean that something changed. And in order for restoration to happen, it's restoration over time. And wisdom would say that we want to, not as punishment, but to be kind to them. We're going to wait until we see that appropriate strides have been made, changes have been undergone, before we reestablish i mean think about an abusive relationship we, something vi- was violated a deep foundational trust was violated mm-hmm. we're not going to put an abuser and the abuse back into that relationship mm-hmm. without substantial evidence to suggest that change has clearly occurred over time
2: a mm-hmm. deniable
1: because safety matters. Mm-hmm. And so trust has to be regained. And the deeper the level of violation of trust is going to demand the same level of restoration of that, of that trust. And that, that's not using this as a club. That's just meaning wisdom would say restoration is a process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The third part is that we don't talk about it to other people. That we gossip, never, never. What's involved here? This is
2: you know telling the story to others who are un- uninvolved with a, a third party in order to hurt the individual, degrade or uh, bring down their reputation, or essentially you're offending that person in their absence. Mm-hmm.
1: And it also counts when you say, you know, I think you sh- we should be praying for this person yeah, because, and then you favorite. go on and then just you basically do slander. Yeah, prayer mm-hmm. is a pretense for slander.
0: Yeah, it's a matter, particularly if it's a private offense between you and the other individual. You know, I mean, if there's something public, then it needs to be dealt with in the public way, and then the public doesn't keep bringing it up to others as well.
1: Well, thank you for joining us on this little series on forgiveness. Hopefully, it's been beneficial. If you have further questions, remember, you can always send them to thegospelforlifeidaho at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.